。喂，大家好啊，欢迎翻到嚟我哋四条招啦。点啊？喂，我翻嘅。大叔，你唔好。喂，大家好啊！欢迎翻到嚟听我哋四条招啦。咁我哋就系你嘅主持，我系黄雨婷<笑> Jenny， 我哋有陈伟业 Dom， 黄泽峰 Jeff， 你好，同<笑>埋郭俊熙 Andrew。Okay， so I'm just going to jump back into English now. <laughs> yeah. So that was just、uh, a quick example of a habit that I have in the family, which is speaking in Cantonese. Um, I, I guess we've known each other for a while now, the four of us. Do you guys know what type of habits we have? For me, I, I speak quite fast, so I think that's、mm-hmm. one one habit that I have. I feel like it might be because of the fact that Cantonese in general is quite a fast language. So very naturally, when I speak English, it comes off very fast.、Uh, and then for Ginny, I know Ginny has a habit of drinking warm water, hot water. <laughs> The best,、uh, <laughs> the auntie habit. The yeah, only thing yeah. that you would she, want she, to do. She kind of carries a flask around everywhere. <laughs> so, so that, that that's for Jenny, and then、Modern、for for, for Dom. Dom's a very frugal person. A- any sort of Osbargen <laughs> coupons, latest greatest deals, just go to Dom, and he'll know all about it. And for Jeff, Jeff's a very quiet, soft-spoken kind of like. I I guess that's a personality and habit that he has. He's usually quite quiet, soft-spoken.、Uh, And yeah, I think those are the habits that I can remember. Do you, do hey, you list going, other people's habits? Going back to the hot water thing, I gotta say it's pretty good for your health. Yeah, like yeah, it is. It's it's good for detox. It's it's good for your digestive system.、Mm-hmm. It actually makes you feel better. Have you guys tried it? I don't know if it actually is, but I know that when I do feel like I don't know a bit unwell or you don't feel hundred percent, you always like. I know I I always go for like a hot cup of tea or something because、mm. I feel like that will like settle. Oh, it's almost like a reset for your body or like to bring it back to equilibrium. It's well, funny because no one really understands me at work either. But they've seen <laughs> me. They've seen me drink hot water, and then they kind of make fun of me, saying, "Oh, you drink hot water like with a tea bag?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, "No, no man,、yeah. just just hot water." That's、yeah. true. It, it, my um in my last project, I used to carry around like. Uh, like a flask mug kind of thing, and then people would always ask me like, "What are you drinking in there all the time?" Like, are you constantly having coffee, and then I'd open it up and show them, and like, it would be hot water, and they're like, "Wait, so you're just drinking water?" And I always make the joke, "Nah, it's just straight vodka, guys." Like, <laughs> <laughs> project's hell. But so、uh, you do drink hot water? No, I do, I do. Oh, but I, I, I usually, I usually usually do it at work. Like, I don't go、oh. to parties and bring a hot flask of hot water with me. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, isn't it uncomfortable during like like hot weather? To drink hot、mm. water on top of that? Not、yeah. really. Well, no, I just、really? reduce the temperature of my water. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're Ginny and you drink it every day, how would you get uncomfortable? Oh, that's true. You get used to it. The、yeah. tolerance. Okay, no,、true. but if you think about it, you know, at work, right? You generally have those、uh, water stations, and it's either like extremely cold water or like boiling water, right? Mm. Mm. So I feel like yeah, generally you do need a mix because I don't want to have boiling water because you can't drink that, and、uh-huh. the cold, extremely cold weather is just freezing. Oh, that's true. I have a really nice nice ratio going. Seventy seventy percent hot water and thirty percent of the cold water. With what Andrew's habit is though, like yes, the speaking fast thing, I do、mm. agree.、Um, it is because I, I guess in in Chinese we tend to speak really quickly, 
And also another thing that I realized about Andrew is he, he has a lot of. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say that. Realize? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why though? Okay, this is my th- my working theory. All right. So all of us, we know Andrew from uni. We all know he's a smart guy. He's got a lot to say. So sometimes he his mouth, you know, his mouth needs time for his brain to catch up. So he needs the us to try and like bridge that gap. Oh, you ever think possibly. about it? That can be. I was re- I was thinking of it goes back to Chinese as well. Okay. Because there's a lot of us in Chinese. What's the uh in Chinese? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a natural just, conversation, right? You you say mm, your arms and your us because oh, you're true. trying to link it to your next point. So could be just maybe you, you don't know the word in Chinese, but in English it might just be you're thinking too fast and you need time to figure out how to how to link it. Is that true, Andrew? Well, yeah. If you think, about what it, are you thinking now? Now that you heard it, just, now that you heard the theory, it just comes naturally. I, I, I think what Dom says is right. It's, it's more of a loading screen, kind of, kind of filler, filler word. And I think it's for everyone as well. Like when you say arms, ours, that sort of mm. thing. It's more of just the way you think. I feel like, like Jeff has something to say, but he's still thinking. I yeah. can see the loading on his face. No, yeah. So when Andrew said soft spoken, I don't think it's soft spoken. I think. That is just, Jeff usually has good things to say, but there is a processing time to get that good words, those yeah. good, good <laughs> phrases out, which is which is good in, in its own way. I think I'm more of the person that when I talk, I just like, to, similar to Andrew, I just like to get my thoughts out. Yeah. I'll get it out as fast as I can, even if it sounds dumb. I need to find the right words to articulate myself. Oh, beautiful. Right. Eh? <laughs> is that just like a thinking problem? Wow. Maybe because like, the just... idea comes to my head, not as words. The idea is this floaty thingy in my head. Oh yeah, of course. Like that's how that's just how you think, right? Yeah, exactly. They don't come as words, so I have to think how I can describe my thoughts in words. So do you guys know any habits that are particular to Asians or or things that you see in a lot of Asians? I reckon the easiest one off the bat, guys. Right, so. When we came over, when we came over today to um do our recording, what's the first thing you guys did when you stepped inside the house? Take off our shoes. Hundred percent, right? Mm. So that's like it's such an Asian thing to remember to take off your shoes. Aside from that, I just thought about something like so. If if you go into a house, you always take off your shoes, right? No matter what, even if it's your friend's place, someone you haven't been before, or even a hotel room. Because you think about it, when I was in um, high school and we were doing like say um, trips to. Uh, camps and stuff and they would you know everyone has a has their own bed um and they'd have this i don't know if you remember but on top of the bed there's this not like a blanket it's like just yeah it's that long strip it's that long strip right the extra sheet right yeah no, no, it's not it's, it's it's not like a sheet it's it's kind of it's exactly where your feet would be oh yeah it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's yes. where your shoes. Yeah. for yeah. the longest time i never knew yeah. what that was yeah. until I, I can't remember when someone told me like that's for, that's for people who who go to bed with their shoes on. Yeah. Oh. I don't know who does that that's in the first disgusting. place, but yeah, that's yeah, that's for that so that you don't get your bed dirty. And I thought that was the intro- like the most interesting ever. Oh wow! Oh. It's the first time I heard about this. Really? Yeah. Well, oh. I actually don't take my shoes off in hotels and stuff. Oh, but when you sleep, right? Oh yeah, you yeah. Obviously, keep your shoes on and <laughs> get under the yeah. covers. So do you guys feel really awkward if you walk into someone's house with shoes on? Because like if you mm. walk into say a Westerner's place mm. or for some people who don't actually need you to take your shoes off, you actually just walk in with them on. Does it make you feel really uncomfortable? Yep. 
feel makes me feel uncomfortable that's for sure mm. yeah yeah because I, I i guess it depends right because like, you'd be quite conscious about what you're bringing into the house and i'd probably look down and be like oh my goodness am i bringing in grass like is floor getting dirty yeah i can speak from perspective of going into an asian person's house and them saying oh no need to take off your oh. shoes <gasps> That's when that happens, it's like, nah, I'll still take it off. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. It's like, oh, my ancestors are yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I can hear their cries. Exactly. I can't. Like, even if you tell me not to, I cannot. You guys ever realize as well, like, let's say you're having um, a bowl of rice or and you're eating with chopsticks, okay? Where would you usually put your chopsticks down if you were to, say, leave the table for a moment, right? You might put it on the placemat. You might put it on top of the bowl. Would you ever stick your chopsticks into the rice? Oh, that, that's, that's bad. Mm. <laughs> I would never do yeah. that. But I don't do you that can't either. Do, that. do you guys know why it's bad? Is, is it because it looks, like, it looks like how... Like when they see ancestors and then they usually put the... Incense. Incense inside. Yeah. That, I think th- That's why I thought it looked like... That's why people don't do it. Yeah, yeah. You're basically praying to your ancestors if you have it in that formation. So yeah, that's a good one. Never, um, never stick your chopsticks in, in, into rice. So it looks mm. like that. I'm not sure if you guys have seen any, usually females, um, they intentionally grow out their pinky nail. Oh, yeah. Oh. Why is that? Oh, you don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> not, I, I, know, I know other reasons, but is there like an Asian reason? It actually dates back to history where usually the more rich people, they would have longer nails because they don't need to work. So they're not going to break their nails off or anything. So mm. it's actually a a sign of prestige. Yeah, back right. in the days. Okay. Yeah, and so, then I guess people, some people, kind of just kept this going. What, why, why the pinky in general? Do you know? Um, because I mean, like exactly. we we all have five fingers. I heard a different. I heard a different story. Oh, I, I heard it was like. Okay, maybe back then, yes, it was to show that you know you you you're wealthy because you don't work and therefore you don't have to keep your nails, um, so nicely trimmed. But I thought these days now in like Asian countries, you see all the. And it's not, I don't think it's just aunties. Because I remember this guy in my high school, he used to have a really long nail as well. But he used it for picking his nose. Oh, oh yeah. And I think that's, that's why it's the pinky one as well. Because it's the thinner, smaller nail and you grow it like super <sighs> oh, long. Okay. So it's like more of a, I don't know. That's, that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> I think the idea is to try to be more like elegant or hygienic. But at the same time, it's like, yuck. That, you know that nail is specifically for that. Mm. So that's what that's what you're thinking. I was thinking the other one, more corrupt other one? version. It's like oh, the, yeah, yeah, right. the, the coke nail. Yeah, the coke the nail. The coke nail? Yeah. What's that? You put cocaine in your yeah. pinky nail and you sniff it. Oh. So it's like a little scoop. Yeah, oh, that's a little cool. Coke? Okay, yes. Viewers, <laughs> listeners, we do not condone this. <laughs> well, no, there's actually another explanation that I've heard of about this. Is um, you know how if you is this the ring finger? Um, the uh, fourth finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 On your left so hand. you know how there's like two lines there, there's mm-hmm. two sections. So apparently, for females, that is, if your pinky is longer than the line, the the t- higher line, that means you bring wealth to your husband and the family. Wow. So my knowledge is some people grow it out so that the nail uh, actually surpasses that line. Wait, Jeannie, hold up your hand. Let's see. Oh, I don't. Wealthy or poor? Wealthy or poor? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Extreme, extreme, <laughs> extreme poverty. poverty. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> is that bad? You'll be eating congee every day. <laughs> guys, um, is there one for guys? Because show me, show me, show me you guys, Andrew, Jeff. Mine's, We're mine's all a, above. slightly above. Oh, do I just have short? I mean, that's why Jenny said 
females, females. specifically. But then mm. that, that does make me think, though, like, is it, like, generally that the guys do surpass it and the girls don't? So that when the odd girl does, everyone's like, well, you got to marry her. Any other Asian habits that you guys know of? I know the lack of habits. Yeah, on, lack like, of habits. The lack of habits on dinner table. For example, what Ginny just said about the putting... I mean, no, not... Sorry. What Dom said about putting the chopsticks... Oh, yeah. ...into the rice, right? Whenever you're on the dinner table, you always get told off by your parents. It's like, don't do this, don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't put your feet on the chair. <laughs> or don't cross your legs while eating. Cross uh, your legs, really? Yeah. Like, just, like, sit properly, I guess, right? Oh. Yeah, like sit both, properly. Both feet down on the ground. Don't, don't shake your legs. Exactly. Oh. Don't shake oh, your legs. Yes. Oh, wow, that is an annoying oh. thing. Remember at uni, when all the chairs are actually connected to each oh, other yeah. in a lecture hall? And then someone just starts shaking the chair. The whole row starts shaking. Oh, it's an interesting yeah. habit, that one. Because, uh, yeah, it, it like, it resonates to everyone. Everyone feels the vibration. It's like, oh, I've got to start shaking my leg now. You do it? I think I do generally sometimes. I don't know when, but my mum definitely notices and she tells me off. Mm. It feels good, though. It's hard not to do it once you get into the rhythm. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, I feel like shaking my leg now. <laughs> it's like clicking pens as well. Like, yeah. I just really, really want to uh, click the pen. Uh, it's just something that to keep your mind occupied, I guess. Yeah. Whilst you're doing something else. Exactly. Uh, well, well, what else? Um, and pouring tea for other people. Oh. Yeah, it's a sign of respect for everyone, right? So you don't pour the tea for yourself first. You pour it for other people. Mm. Starting from the oldest to the youngest and then yourself. And, and who generally pours the tea? It's the youngest, okay, right? P- personally, for me, there's no rule who, oh, pour, who okay. pours it first. It's just... If you need tea and you need it for yourself, you pour uh, for other people yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yourself last. Yeah. yeah, and then yourself last. But obviously you won't let the oldest, like if you're at Yum Cha or something, you won't make your grandma or grandpa pour oh, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you would pour it before they make a move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know how you said you pour it from the oldest to the youngest? Yeah. So the the way that I learned it is yes, you pour it for the grandparents first, like the older ones first. But then once it reaches to say your parents' generations, it's not really oh who's older or anything. Oh it yeah. It just then becomes on who's closer to me, oh, and then yeah. you pour those first, and then you kind of work your way around. But then it's always you who you it's you're the, always the last one. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's what I meant. Like yeah, the grandparents, and then the next generation, and the next generation mm. down. Doesn't matter, you know, exact age order. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know there was an order. For me, it was just like, just pour for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, right? It's never yourself first. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And then the tapping when people pour tea for you. It's such, it's such an Asian thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys know the origin? No. So basically, well, what I heard, I don't know if it's the real story, but basically the king wanted to go out to the... You know, normal people place to eat food. <laughs> the commoners. Yeah, the commoners. But he couldn't because he's a king. So him and his servant snuck out to go to a restaurant with the commoners. And the king poured tea to, the, to his servant. Mm. So the servant couldn't bow, obviously, because that would reveal the king's identity. So what did he do? He used his fingers to kneel down three times instead mm. oh. I, yeah i think this I, i've heard of that story yeah. actually but so I'm, you, not, I'm not sure if it's that the, the full origin but that, that, yeah. that's one explanation it sounds correct <laughs> it's an interesting thing yeah. where the king would initiate this pour though true how often would a king pour for his servants 
Well, okay, no, so... Wait, is it king? It should be emperor, It's right? emperor, right? Emperor. emperor. Yeah. Emperor. Oh, emperor. The, yeah. You know, the, the version I heard, it wasn't a servant, it was like his aide or something. Like his trusted friend or yeah, something. Trusted oh, okay. So yeah. that's the version I heard. So I guess, I, I guess it depends, but uh, if it was the trusted friend, I guess he wouldn't mind pouring tea, maybe, because... Yeah. And probably it's like, I want to live like a commoner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to... out. Yeah, like, like, hey, what would it feel like if I poured tea for someone? Yeah, it's like, well, this sucks. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> right, any specific habits that you guys have at home? Actually, is this, is this an Asian thing? Because I know for my family, mm. if we start using our hands, it means it's really delicious. Oh. oh. I mean, for certain things, obviously, you have to use your hand, like, Chicken wings, mm. prawn, crab, you have to use your yeah. hand. Yeah. But like, you can bypass that with like gloves and stuff, right? Mm. But if you just use your hand and dig yeah. in without care about how messy it is, then it shows how delicious, the, how delicious the dish is. Is it more delicious because you used your hands or because the dish was nice? <laughs> I don't know. The extra flavor from the hands. <laughs> Either way, it is definitely more enjoyable. If you, I, if I think about it, let's say you know I have a plate of chicken wings in front of me. Would I rather use a spoon and a fork or whatever to yeah. dig it out, or would I just get my fingers and just get into it? Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. It's true. Yeah, think about it, guys. How would you eat your wicked wings? With yeah, so see, if it's delicious, you wouldn't take your time breaking it down with your yeah. spoon or whatever. Yeah. Right? You just be like, fuck it. I'm gonna use my hand. I'm gonna chow down on this. KFC's got it right. Remember, finger licking delicious. Oh. Do you think that's why some cultures don't use cutlery? Because like phil- <laughs> philos, right? Philos use their hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I know Sri Lankans, yeah. Indians, yeah. they use their hands. Yep. Malaysians too. Yep. Oh, really? Oh, so do you know how to do the scoop of rice properly? Like use your thumb, push it in kind of I don't thing? know how to do it properly, but I know how to eat with my hands. I oh. don't, no, I definitely don't. I don't have the technique right. I've tried eating rice with my hands when I was at my Sri Lankan friend's place. It was just so hard, like picking it up and then the way that they use yeah. their thumb to push it in. Oh, that's some technique right Yeah, I get what right you mean. Because generally, generally it's not, um, it's the, uh, I can't remember what, it's not jasmine rice. It's like, it's quite difficult to, to group, to get to clump together in mm. the first place, which is why you need, like, they generally have, I don't know, like a curry or it's like, they make it into like a paste almost and then you can shove it into your mouth. So you use your thumb to push it into your mouth. Yeah. So you kind of use your other four fingers like a scoop. You scoop it up and then you put your thumb on one side or like next to your index finger. And then as you eat it, you push it through to your pinky. And then that kind of slides the rice into your mouth. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. That's the way they teach me, <laughs> that, but I can't do so it. Hard. It is. It feels really hard. I didn't know there was a technique. I just shoved food in yeah. my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just shove that wicked wing. Yeah, just grab it and go, hop. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you eating your dumplings, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another one that I know of that is very prominent in Shanghai mostly is that guys hold handbags or purses oh. for the girl. Oh. This discussion, eh? I've seen some in Australia. I think no, I heard that like Shanghainese culture in general is that the guys just do most of the things. Yeah. They do pretty much everything. And then like the girls... The women are like higher in their society. They just have a laid back life. That's For women? Yeah, yeah, in Shanghai. I wonder how that turned out, eh? Because throughout history, it's always men who are dominant and women who has to serve them. And then all of a sudden, Shanghai mm. comes out being women as the more prestiged. I think it might be the history because Shanghai, the city was built from government funding mm. um, and it's become super rich super quickly. 
Maybe, uh, pardon, I don't know what happened in between during that like acceleration, that acceleration of getting rich that mm. changed the culture all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's definitely a reason for it, but I, w- I wouldn't know in all honesty. Have you guys ever held handbags? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it depends on the context, right? Like, it's not like you're holding it for the whole day. Oh, yeah. Well, are, are you talking about, like... No, just, stuff? like, walking down the street and then you'll be holding the hand. Oh, no, no. It has no. to be, like, a situation, Yeah, right? it has yeah. to be a specific situation that, mm. that you should hold it for, like, a little bit. And then... And it's then generally, like, when, when your partner has something to do or, like, has to take care of something and yeah. you just, they just need a hand. So. Yeah. Generally, I think when you go to a restaurant, for example, we, we just had lunch just then, right? And perhaps if you hadn't gone to an Asian place and you weren't Asian yourselves, you wouldn't even think about sharing. Because I, I remember I saw this meme or this video online where this um, office worker, this Asian office worker took all her colleagues to a Asian restaurant. And there they had, I think, six people and each person individually ordered their own hot pot. And they were all eating their own hot pot. <laughs> and then... <laughs> The, obviously the running joke here is that like, it doesn't make sense for you to just have one hot pot and the one um, flavor or the one uh, type of hot pot so generally we would say order five dishes between five people or whatever and everyone would share so you get to try a little bit of everything yeah yeah you're right it's more of a community when you eat together right? yeah more is of a family vibe I yeah think. family vibe you think that's why usually in Chinese restaurants we have round tables over rectangular tables? Easier to share. Why mm. we have oh, the, the lazy Susan the lazy as well? Susan. Yeah. That might be a reason. Is this the habit? Like not ordering beer and wine? <laughs> it's just a frugal thing. Right, Dom? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, you've got to be efficient with your money and, and, uh, and how you spend it. You BYO. At places they don't charge you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a habit that you don't order beer okay I, I don't know okay like the way i see it is when you drink tea it washes helps you wash away and digest okay, all the yeah. oil <laughs> and the beer and the beer, and the beer doesn't it. help at all oh, okay i don't know if that's that's considered a habit it only just came into my mind now when you talk about washing away things with tea yeah i realized that what we do in hong kong before we start eating is oh yeah you wash all your cutlery Using with the- tea ah, yes yeah yeah just to wash all the dirty things away. But you don't really do that here. Um, you, I wipe my things, but I don't really wash it with tea. Maybe it just became too much effort. Because I know when I was younger, I swear we used to do that at Yum Chas and stuff. But now as we get older, it's just, yeah, let's just take that, I don't know, that napkin to it or whatever. I thought, I don't know, they just, my parents just thought things were dirty in China. So more dirty in China. So more here, dirty. So, so you, here, you, you would here, assume the same? You know, here's like, oh, you know, they got health regulations. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll, wa- they'll, yeah, they'll wash it. They'll wash it better. So yeah. you don't need to wash it yourselves. But in China, you just have to. You have to boil away the germs mm. with, with the tea. Like, and it, it's become such a, such a habit. Because, like, these days, some restaurants, just to show that they're clean, mm. they would give you plates and a bowls wrapped in plastic. Oh, I have seen that, yeah. Yeah. In Sydney? No, 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 oh. no yeah, yeah. Um, in China, right? Yeah, right. So, so you get the impression, oh, it's clean already. Sterilized. Yeah, sterilized yeah. and stuff. But we take away the plastic and we do the same <laughs> thing anyway. We just wash it again, wash it again, boil it with tea. I think it's... It, it's a psychological it, thing. It yeah, psychological. A, it started off as a habit, right? Yeah. I swear, a, a lot of the things that we've talked about now are probably just culture now. It's like a specific... Yeah. Because like you said, you, we, you just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. You can't mm. ignore it. It just feels way uncomfortable not to. 
All right, cool, guys. I guess there's a few interesting points that we've brought up in this episode. I think what I found the most interesting was how the sheet at the end of the bed for our shoes, like I didn't actually know that it was there because we've always taken our shoes off every time we walked into the house or at least when before we get into bed. Hmm. Hmm. So anyways, that's all all the time that we have for today. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on on Spotify, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts with new episodes coming out every week. Also remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And for any business opportunities or topics you want us to talk about, email us on 4 at gmail.com. We'll catch you guys next time. 再见!